Time now for a legislative update brought to you by the Montana Family Foundation. Here's President of the Montana Family Foundation and former Speaker Pro Tem, Montana House of Representatives, Jeff Laszlothi. Why would a billionaire from Texas come to Montana, hire a bunch of liberal Republicans to go to work for him, then fund, to the tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars, an effort to change Montana's election laws with the stated goal of making the Montana legislature less conservative? It's a question that many Montanans are asking, especially since the group Montanans for Election Reform have begun the signature gathering process to get not one, but two constitutional amendments on the November ballot. The first is an amendment to do away with Montana's current closed primary election and replace it with a system where all of the candidates from every party would be on one primary ballot and the top four vote-getters would move on to the general election. In practice, it creates a vote split in the general election, making it possible for a Democrat to win even though a majority of votes were cast for Republican candidates, and vice versa. It's also possible that the two most popular Republican and Democrat candidates would split the vote and a less popular candidate would sneak past, which is exactly what happened in Alaska in the last election cycle, where liberal Republican U.S. Senator Lisa Murkowski was able to sneak past far more conservative candidates to retain her seat. In that case, the system worked exactly as designed, which is why the liberal wing of the Republican Party is trying to bring it to Montana. Ironically, Alaskans are now trying to go back to their old system to avoid another catastrophe. Those in favor of the new system counter the vote-split argument by pointing to the second ballot measure, which would require the winning candidate in the general election to receive more than 50% of the vote. A great idea all by itself. The problem is that these same people who are former legislators themselves have historically voted against this measure when it came before the House and Senate as a standalone bill. It's only being offered as part of this package to soften the perceived risks of the measure that they really want to pass. The problem is, there's no coordinating language between the two measures. That means that we run the risk of getting the top four primary without passing the 50% vote majority requirement, which would be a disaster. There's also no law that says that all of the signatures gathered need to be turned in. The sponsors of both measures, once they know they have the signatures necessary to get the open primary on the ballot, can simply withhold enough signatures for the 50% vote requirement to ensure that it does not make the ballot. Anyone who believes that they would never do this needs a lesson in hardball politics. So, back to the original question. Why would an out-of-state billionaire from Texas be willing to fund this effort in Montana as well as several other states? And the speculation is that he's buying influence and Montana is a cheap play. Ballot measures in most states with large populations and expensive media markets can cost hundreds of millions of dollars. But in states like Montana and Alaska, it's possible to achieve the same outcome for less than a million dollars. In any case, this ballot measure can be judged simply on who's promoting it, who's funding it, and how the same law has negatively affected other states. In our opinion, it loses on all three counts and should be put to bed before it even makes it to the ballot. For the Montana Family Foundation, this is Jeff Lasloffy reminding you that this government is your government and your input does make a difference. Contact the Montana Family Foundation at 406-628-1141 or on the web at montanafamily.org.